Hello, Team Builder, and thank you so much for joining us today on Ask Michelle and Chris. We're here to answer your questions about team building so we can learn and grow together. I'm your host, Michelle Cummings of Training Wheels, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Cavert of Fun Doing and On Team Building. Let's go find out what we can answer for you today. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to 2021. Yeah. Hi, Chris. How's it going? It's it's you know, so far so good. Let's right. put it that way. We're, <laughs> okay. in, we're in January. I think we're going to air this. We're starting in February. So uh, those of you listening, welcome to February. Okay. But Michelle and I are at the Training Wheels headquarters, we face are. to face, just kind of catching up and looking forward to 2021. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? Yeah, so 2021, I feel like we're going to probably still be in the virtual space for a little while from a team building perspective. But I will also say that I think Q3 and Q4, the third and fourth quarter coming up, is when I'm already starting to get lots of inquiries about in-person events for later in the year. So now that I think the vaccine is starting to get out and it's... You know, we're starting to recognize there's additional safety protocols we can put into place to make sure that we're creating safe experiences for people still with masks and gloves or hand sanitizer or whatever. I don't know if we'll necessarily go back to being what I call quote unquote normal for a the while. Old normal. The old we're normal. Call that the old normal. Yes. So, but I think we will start doing more in-person work this year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think that is something that now that I feel comfortable in an online setting, that's now a skill in our pockets. Yeah. Now we can offer more. We can branch out. I think we talked about this in other episodes about hybrids. Mm-hmm. How do we connect with them early before they even get there? Yeah. And then we already know them a little bit and we get to do a lot more with them in those shorter periods of face-to-face time. So that's exciting to me. Yeah. I think that opens up the clients are going to be more willing to get online because they've done it. Right. And they and they feel comfortable in getting together and discussing in that context. So that's kind of cool. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to now that I feel more comfortable mm-hmm. um, putting those things together. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very cool. We have, I think before the show, we talked about a word of the year. Is that, yes. is that what we're talking about? So one of the first newsletters I put out in January of this year was around choosing a word of the year. Now, I just started doing this last year, maybe the year before was the first time I had done it. And I had seen it in an article online somewhere. And, you know, I started doing it. And, you know, at first I thought, okay, is this really a thing? Is this really going to work? And it is amazing. Once you put your, you know, your thoughts or your energy around a certain word, it just shows up for you more and more. Last year, my word, unbeknownst, of course, that the world was going to shut down because of COVID, right? Last year, my word was flow. And, it, you know, just that, you know, for me, I love water, I love fly fishing and flow and current and like all of that was just kind of, I was still kind of right after the Real Sisters had been out a couple, you know, a year or so and it was uh, my novel. And um, and so anyway, I don't know, that word just jumped out at me multiple times, like in the first week of January. I'm like, clearly my word is going to be flow this year. So anyway, I just, I just, then I just started noticing it coming up all the time and talk about having a year that we had to go with the flow. Yeah, most definitely. (laughs) That was definitely, you know, a word that popped up regularly. So looking back, Mm -hmm. did your year 
flow? Yeah, you know, it okay. did. It flowed okay. better than I thought it would. At first I thought, oh gosh, here's a log jam, right? I'm like, what is going to happen? But, you know, it was one that really, um, like whenever I would see it, I'm like, yep, there it is. Like it just, it showed up a lot. So it just made me think, I'm like, okay, what if we did this in our teams? What if we did this in organizations? Um, or if just individuals all have their own words. So so I put out some instructions for this particular activity in my newsletter. Um, uh, the, I think it was the January 13th uh, newsletter that went out. But basically, you know, you come up with a whole list of words. And, you know, I think kind of step one is just kind of think about what do you want your goals to be for this year? What do you want, what do you want your year to look like? And, and kind of think about the events that you know are happening, ones that you, of course, can't anticipate happening. But, you know, you know, is there a new skill that you want to acquire? Is there, you know, what brings you energy? You know, what do you want to feel? A what, new habit yeah. you'd like to uh, promote yeah. or put into your life? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or what do you cool. want more of or less of? You know, mm -hmm. like all of those types of things. So first kind of have that mental conversation with you first. And then um, create a list of words. Now I'm going to put a link to in the show notes to two word lists that I created that basically kind of look like a big postcard that have a whole bunch of words written on them. Or you can honestly just, you know, write a bunch down on post-it notes if you wanted to or index cards or something like that. Then just spend some time writing down the, that list of words that pop into your head or, you know, use some of the words off the starter, you know, word lists and things like that. And then just see what jumps out at you. Is there a word that really just like, ooh, I like that one. That one kind of, you know, maybe start with your top five words and then whittle it down to three and then eventually you'll find that one. And for me this year, my word is going to be the word aware. That is a word that popped out at me multiple times or, you know, in the first week or so. And for part of it is that I just want to, A, take a little bit better care of myself this year. I want to be more aware. I want to be aware when I'm starting to get screen burnout because I was not aware last year. And I feel like I spent some really long, sometimes 12 and 15 hour days at the computer at the expense of my family, my health, my all, you know, all that. Like I just wasn't really aware of how much time and effort and energy I was spending at my screen in order to create good content and all that. I mean, it was all good stuff, but at the same time, I just, it wasn't as good for me as what it should have been, right? Or I should have just been more aware. And so I also want to, I want to be aware of that I'm spending more time outside and just aware. I want to be more aware of other people's needs, make sure that I'm taking care of those, but then not neglecting my own. And so just being aware and whatnot. How about you, Chris? What's, uh, what might be a word you're gravitating towards this year? Well, I I'm going to get to that. But as you were talking, mm. I'm also thinking about, and we would love feedback on this. You choose a word and then how does one remember mm. that word? Oh. I mean, what are, what are the, do you have any techniques that you are going to help? Do you have any techniques that will help you to remember your word? Yeah. So what I do with the word is you print it off, you write it somewhere and then put it somewhere conspicuous, somewhere where you're going to see it often. Okay. And because that will help you a stay more focused on that one word. Um, but then other also tell others what your word is. And oh, so yeah. that there's almost like that accountability partner kind of thing. Like, I want you to help me be more aware. Like for me, it's my husband, Paul, who of course sees me all the time. 
And so if I ever start getting overwhelmed or whatever, he's like, all right, what are you aware of right now? What's happening in your brain, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul? What is happening that you need to be more aware of right now? I like that idea. And again, just trip the idea of if you're on a team building program with others, Mm -hmm. how about checking in the beginning? What's going to be your word for today? Maybe it's just during the program and you create a norm of team building facilitators that you're going to focus on something that's going to help you. And then you check in. How's your awareness Mm -hmm. going on? How is your focus? How is your observation going? You know, so you, that'd be kind of a cool technique for team builders. I like that. See, yeah. I'm, I'm creating as we go. Really nice. Well, so, and then you could yeah. actually use it as a debrief, right? Oh, so nice. at the yeah. very end, you know, maybe if you start out the program, like let's pick a word that you really want to focus on, especially if you've got the gift of time with a group. Let's say maybe you're a, a teacher and you've got an entire semester with a group of kids, have them come up with their word and then use that to your advantage and help with them all semester long and then at the end how did that word really show up for you this last semester or and if it's in a day-long program or something like that debrief at the end of the day you know instead of one word whip that we sometimes do which is just you know if you could choose one word that would describe your experience today what is it and you just whip around the circle and share your one word now it's your word of the day, one word with. And it's personal. <laughs> right. You and chose that word. You're, you're working on more of yourself than trying to figure out about the group. Mm-hmm. So that may be working in some other different contexts. So mm-hmm. I love that one. That's really good. Yeah. I'd even I'd even probably provide uh, some, some examples. Words. Yeah. You know, so they could maybe, what's going to be, maybe word cards or something. Yeah. Where then they're focusing on their own behavior that contributes to the group. Oh, look at that. We're creating as we go. I know, right? Back to my word. My word is minimize for this year. Tell me about that. Minimize, it started out as more of a personal word, I guess, word of the year or or my goal for the year. Mm. But I am in a... um, I'm at a place in my life where I need to minimize my stuff. I get too much stuff. Okay. Those of you who've been following, I I did a remodel of a garage. Now I have all my stuff on shelves and I minimized there. Now I'm to the point where by the end of the year, I want to be able to only have the amount of things that will fit into a van. Wow. If I build out my own traveling van or I can travel across the country. So everything I look at now is, would I put that in my van? Mm, Okay. So that's giving me the language to minimize. And when I thought about that as I'm going into this year, it also works as I've been developing lately team building programs. Mm -hmm. I've been, when I first started uh, a couple months ago, I packed in all these things, and then when I started into the programs, the online programs, and when I started leading them online, as we all find out, there's no way you can do all that stuff. So it got me back to what less is more. Mm. How do I, let's really focus on the participant and their conversations and their discussions. You don't need a lot of activities. You just need one or two for a 60 minute or 90 minute program to be able to get them to interact and to connect and to bond and to solve problems together and then show them learnings. They can see the learnings 
if you give them more time to talk about and reflect on what they did. If I was I was putting in too many things, we didn't have time to talk. Mm. So then that spilled into my word of minimizing. Right, it did. So that going into the programs now that I've been designing lately, there's only a couple main activities and the rest of it is used to get them talking and get them to see what's going on. So that all around is cutting, trimming the fat, as they say. <laughs> okay. It's like, what don't I need? What works well? Keep doing what works well. And let go of the things that you don't use anymore. Yeah. Yeah, kind of looking at what do you use and then maximize those things. That's cool. Yeah, that's, I like that. that's where I'm at at this moment. Okay. In time. Yeah. So when I think about minimizing of training wheels stuff, because I do end up with a lot of excess gear here and there, or if we get a shipment of something in and maybe one is something is kind of damaged, so I can't really sell it, like a like books. Sometimes shipping providers are not kind with um, <laughs> with those brown boxes that shipments come in, and so you get a big dinged corner of a box, and then all of a sudden you've you know you got five books that you can't do anything with now. You're I can't resell them as brand new because they are damaged. Usually once a year, I go through the Training Wheels Warehouse and literally make a pile, and it is usually a pile of things that I'm going to give away. And so for me, I have a local conference that I go to once a year in CCPS, which of course this year is, is virtual, so I won't be doing it this year, but I will save the pile for the next time we are able to be live and in person but I do a used gear giveaway. And it's so fun to get rid of things that are taking up space that you know are going to live on in the life of another facilitator's yeah. bag of tricks forever. <laughs> I, I love to do those. I, I love it. Same work, same conference I go to that Michelle mentioned, NCCPS, I do the same thing. Yeah. I also love to just gather the facilitators in my area mm -hmm. and just invite him to bring stuff and yeah, we do like a recycle swap. yeah and then when you know you don't want it, anything back you just kind of don't take anything <laughs> so there are others who are still bringing things into their lives and using tools mm -hmm. uh, and they're they're happy to take things off my hands mm -hmm. and you you do something this is kind of off topic but you do a clothing oh clothes swap yeah I, that's I, kind of famous around here it is yes i yeah. started this with a group of my local girlfriends here that <laughs> i just told all of them well because i'm i'm silly even in my personal life and so i tell them i'm like all right everyone we're all tired of wearing the same clothes that we've been wearing all the time so everybody go through your closets pull all the things that you don't wear anymore don't want anymore bring it to my house and i set up clothing racks all over the main floor of my house and then we sort them by size whatnot and then i make up a couple silly rules like if you brought it you are not allowed to go home with it you know because if you see somebody else try it on i go oh that is really cute maybe i want to you can't you cannot go home with whatever you bought so that's one of the rules the other rule is if you see somebody wearing some of your stuff out there in public you can't call them out in public like oh hey nice clothes swap shirt right <laughs> or something like that so 
So, but basically everybody comes the first hours, like window shopping, try things on, like whatever. And then we pull numbers out of a hat or a purse or like what a pair of shoes or whatever. And then the first three rounds are you pick your one favorite thing that you want to go home with. Because there's always like one pair of shoes or a sweater or something that everybody wants. And so the first three rounds is pick your favorite thing and then it's a free for all after that. Put whatever you want in your basket. And uh, you don't have to just shop for yourself. You could shop for your mom, your sister, your neighbor, your friend, your whatever. But then and then all the clothes that we have left over, I donate to a local women's shelter. So, so there's, you know, there's, you know, it's a a great way to recycle, but it's kind of the same thing with team building props. And you get, yeah. So I I thought of the term prop swap. Prop swap. Oh my God. I love that. See? That is awesome. But I like the organization of numbers. You know, everybody kind of looks and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, four people want, but you know, only one can get it. Exactly. So that's kind of cool. And then if there's anything left over, just box it up and and give it to a thrift shop or a local yeah. school like yeah, you know that's true. nearby we have a you know the school a school for the deaf that they were there it's kind of a newer school and they didn't have a lot of they had great funding right at the very beginning and then they didn't have an, a whole bunch so anyway they were welcoming any type of supplies yeah. so, well, so so it's a good way to it's a good way to just what we call um we call them repurpose, but re-energize yeah. things. The prop sets sit around, and then someone else gets energy around them. So it's a good thing that maybe this is the before the big season starts, or we get face to face. Have a prop swap and yeah. let us know how it goes. Let us know if you have some fun ways to do that. I remember when I gave away my first set of key punch numbers that I had made, and I actually I had two sets. One was I used to save the plastic lids to Pringles cans. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then I just, with a magic marker, you know, I figured, okay, I can eat <laughs> the Pringles, yeah. save the top, and then I just drew numbers on it. And that was my first set of Key Punch numbers. Mine and was yogurt tops. Oh, yogurt tops. I ate a lot of yogurt back when I started, <laughs> but same Wait, thing. Wait, plas- not the little tinfoil ones. No, they had plastic covers. Oh, they okay. little white plastic covers that mm-hmm. on the inside it was all white, and I just, uh, okay. just a Sharpie. Okay. Made my first set of, I know, of right? uh, key punch numbers. <laughs> but those were the days, yeah, right? Yeah, right. So that was good. Nice. So getting the year started, how are you going to do that for yourself? How are you going to do that for your team? If you have a team of team builders, what's the word of the year? What's the word of the program? What's the word of the day? Utilize those ideas to maybe help us learn and grow together, help you learn as a team. Nice. Very cool. Any last words, Michelle? Any parting any last words? words? Any last words? Since we're talking about the word of See the year, you know what I would love for people to do is to email us, share with us what your word of the year is, because we draw energy off of you, our listeners, yes. as well. So after I sent my newsletter out, I got some fantastic emails back from a few people. Here are a few words that got emailed back: action, resilience, rhythm intentional like just good power words if you're listening if you made it all the way to the end of this episode then just take a quick hot minute and send Chris and I an email and just share with us what's your word of the year and then find yourself an accountability partner to share your word with as well so that way it's not just you don't keep it secret to yourself you put it out there into the world and let others know what your word is so that way you can draw some energy on it throughout the year yeah, and maybe it's a word of the month. Ooh. Maybe it's, you know, so if you're working with other people, do that. That's very cool. Send your word through the, there's a link in the show notes and a link on the webpage to send us questions and comments. Mm-hmm. 
please send us that. This second season, we would love to hear from you a little bit more. We want to know what you are working with, what you are challenged with, what questions you have, because that helps us with topics and helps us know what you are after. So help us through this second season. Share your thoughts. We look forward to another season. We're, we have a little bit of a change. We're going to be every two weeks mm-hmm. now. That's correct. And that way, Michelle and I have uh, ways to recharge and and gather together information and and get questions from you and do a little research. Maybe we'll have, uh, I'm sure we'll have some more guests this season. And we hope to be answering your questions and not having to, hey, let's just talk about this today. We mm-hmm. want to know and focus in on what you would like to hear. Reach out through the link, uh, questions or comments to any of the episodes. You can find them in the show notes or on the webpage at onteambuilding.com forward slash ask podcast. And the intro outro tells you the same thing, but reach out to us. Tell us how you're doing. Tell us where you're going. Thanks so much for listening. If you have additional answers or comments about this question, please send them our way. And if you have a question you'd like us to tackle, we would love to hear it. You can find the submission link and anything we discussed in today's episode in the show notes. Find the show notes and past episodes at onteambuilding.com forward slash ask podcast. That's onteambuilding.com forward slash ask podcast. You can find me and sign up for my newsletter at training-wheels.com. You can sign up for my Fun Doing Fridays activity email and find me at onteambuilding.com. We hope you join us next week for Ask Michelle and Chris about team building.